This audio is brought to you by muslimcentral.com. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. This is Sheikh Omar Sulaiman, Sheikh Abdullah Adur, alhamdulillah. Welcome back to Quran 30 for 30 outside of Ramadan. Uh, on a serious note, um, this is our beloved Sheikh Abdullah Adur, of course. I'm your brother Omar Sulaiman. How are you doing, Sheikh? Alhamdulillah. And this is the beloved Sheikh Imam Omar Sulaiman, Dr. Omar Sulaiman, mashallah. Barakallahi. <laughs> So Alhamdulillah, Sheikh, uh, five years ago, did you catch the launch of uh, Yaqeen, the public launch of Yaqeen? No, I didn't get a chance to catch the public launch five years ago. Five years no. ago. Five years ago today, Alhamdulillah, I mean, um, Yaqeen was publicly launched, an emphasis on public, because obviously there was a lot of work that was going into it before uh, we launched publicly. But uh, some of you might remember, I was sitting in a hotel room in Malaysia, with my kids who have also uh, grown five years, <laughs> alhamdulillah, since then, main Abdullah, and, uh, you know, told the world about this new initiative, this new venture that was going to be launched. And alhamdulillah, here we are five years later. And subhanAllah, I think that for so many people, there is, you know, it's, it's just hard to grasp how much goes on behind the scenes. So first of all, with the founding of Yaqeen, a lot of times, you know, people might think it's just one person, uh, you know, sitting there with a notepad. Absolutely not. It was a group of us, alhamdulillah, that came together that sort of identified a major gap in the Muslim community. We saw that, you know, the attacks on Islam were not just affecting us in ways that were, you know, exterior, but really, you know, penetrating our youth, right? I mean, our, our young Muslims and, and us ourselves. We're still young, yeah. right? <laughs> but like, you know, our kids and, and just people in general, right? The, the attacks on Islam through a well-funded industry, right? Have penetrated every TV screen, every computer screen, every phone, and unfortunately many hearts. And so we, we wanted to form an initiative, launch Yaqeen as a nonprofit initiative where we would put out free and accessible information that would help not just individuals, but help institutions understand how to nurture faith better. And not just refute doubts, because ultimately if you're always playing defense, then you're only reinforcing the narrative, right. but also nurture conviction, really uh, intellectually and spiritually ground people in faith and then inspire contribution. Not just talk about Islam as some sort of past uh, history, but also talk about what Islam means for us in the present and in the future. And we wanted to reach as many places as the industry has reached, right? The Islamophobia industry has reached. And so we don't gate our content, right? We're, we're, we're putting out free curriculum for schools, for groups. We are putting out khutbah toolkits. We're putting out papers, videos, um, media content, animations, infographics, right? So it's a lot of content. And some people obviously are just tied to one element of Yaqeen. And so they don't really understand the whole scope of Yaqeen either. But here we are five years later, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. And now um, we also have Sheikh Abdullah Adur who joined us a couple of months ago. I was playing. <laughs> uh, alhamdulillah. We, we have now over 100 people actually. Uh, so it's really humbling to think about. Very we humbling. count our teams, seven yeah. teams across Yaqeen. Uh, um, we have over 100 people at Yaqeen now, alhamdulillah. So uh, we want to first of all thank everyone. You know, before we even get started with our conversation, yeah, thank everyone for being a part of this. Exactly. Whenever you joined this journey, alhamdulillah, you're now a part of the Yaqeen family. So Jazakallah khairan for making dua for us, for uh, being with us, uh, for, for our programming, for uh, consuming the content, for sharing it, for 
being a part of it, for supporting it, um, donating, even if you've donated a dollar uh, to this work, because it's a nonprofit, you know, we have depended on whatever comes in. And so if it was not for the investment of the community into a nonprofit, then the resources that came out of it would not be possible. So first and foremost, we thank Allah for that, but we're also grateful to each and every single one of you. So Sheikh, how's it been for you, man? How's the journey with Yaqeen been for you? Alhamdulillah, it's been a beautiful, beautiful journey. I mean, the thing that I, you know, I think the first time I came was about three years ago and there was a retreat and you pulled my arms to come to the retreat, mashallah, and I was like, okay, alhamdulillah, I moved to Dallas. I was in Dallas for maybe about two years, roughly. But uh, really at the retreat is when I saw okay, this is something that's progressing and it's moving. Because what I saw was family. I saw that there were people that were committed to this cause, exactly what you said, nurturing, you know, bringing conviction, uh, inspiring contribution, you know, one, one truth at a time, right? I remember this, this tagline, it was very catchy to me. But I saw it was really, an act, it was being actualized with the team members, they were very diverse. It was kind of like an all-star team, right? You had people that were that were very passionate about the subject matters that they talked about coming together. And it's always a benefit when Muslims come together to work together for a general cause of helping bringing Muslims back to understanding who Allah is and how they can actualize it in their lives. So when I saw that retreat, mashallah, it really showed me the level of teamwork and commitment to trying to make people's lives better. And that was something that really caught me. And that's what I, I emphasized at the retreat. And from then on, it's just morphed. It's just gotten better, mashallah, from the quality of the content, the content itself, it's very, has, you know, strong, it's, you know, the integrity of the content is very, very strong. It's very academically sound, mashallah, making the merger between, you know, the different, different styles and different ways of understanding Islam even, but really maintaining the integrity of the general message and faith of Islam. So that was something that was beautiful to me and that, that captured me and, you know, and uh, subhanAllah, till this day, I'm always, Surprised when we're on Slack and getting new messages and new people coming in, the impact stories. It always increases my iman. It makes me want to continue on. Do you have a favorite uh, impact story? Was there a time where you, where you, where you saw Yaqeen in public space and it really hit you like, you know, alhamdulillah. Aside from the shahadas, right? That was crazy oh, last man. year. We had people taking shahada almost, you know, yeah. m multiple times a week, right? Oh yeah, mashallah. Um, it's fun. That was, that was really special. People embracing Islam, alhamdulillah. Was there like one story that caught you or that you can recall uh, where you heard about Yaqeen uh, from someone else and, and it really, you know, impressed upon you how important this work is? Yeah, I mean, there was this, there was this gentleman, I won't mention his name, but he was from Rome. He was residing in Rome. And, you know, he had a number of questions about a particular uh, topic in Islam and subhanAllah, you know, we reached out to him. I called him and he's like, look, I want to embrace Islam, but I have a couple of questions. And really I was intrigued by, and he said, yakin. And I was like, it's yakin, you know, so he just had a couple of questions. And as the questions, you know, I was answering the questions and he said, um, you know, I think I want to do this. He said, you want to take your shahada? He said, yeah, I really want to. And it was, you know, just being involved with the content. But primarily, I think it was a 30 for 30 that kind of sparked it for him. You know, the Ramadan series that we have, and it sparked it for him to continue on and ask questions. He's a very, very intellectual individual. And uh, I think from there, it was just, you know, pronounce the shahada over the phone. And he embraced Islam. And he was like in a village in Rome. So the internet was coming in and cutting out. So it was a, it was a beautiful, beautiful experience here in Dallas, all the way in Rome. You know, subhanAllah. And I think you didn't mention in the beginning as well how Yakin is worldwide. I mean, how it's in different, even offices in different places around the world. 
And sometimes you forget when you're online, you know, how it affects people in different parts of the world that don't have access to this type of education. So I think that is profound. It's so huge that we have to remember that from the donors, from those that donate a dollar and those that donate their time, their expertise, pressing send, sharing, sharing this knowledge. It's huge. It's huge. So that's one impactful story amongst, amongst many. Yeah. And, you know, with you, uh, obviously you yourself, and you've talked about your journey to Islam, right? I mean, it's like you've gone the, the full circle, right? So you went from not being Muslim to being Muslim to now being responsible as an imam and, and as, as a, an integral part of Yaqeen and, and heading convert resources to making sure that you're nurturing Islam and Iman in people's hearts. SubhanAllah. So you're seeing people come around. And I think that's really important that, you know, we are aiming our content. We're, se we're segmenting the audience, right? But we're aiming our content at people, no matter where they are in their faith journey. If you are someone that's on the giving side, institutionally or as a caretaker, as an imam or as a seminary or as an Islamic school, we have resources, free resources for you to be able to make use of that. And if you are someone that is, you know, a young Muslim or uh, we all like to think of ourselves as young again, but you're, you're struggling with faith, right? You know, and, and I don't, I've always talked about this. I don't like practicing and non-practicing, the label practicing and non-practicing. There's just Islam. Mm -hmm. And so we're all, we're all trying to do it the best that we can, inshallah ta'ala. And the Quran and the Sunnah set the standard and we're all aiming to yes, live sir. up to it as much as we can with the night ta'ala. But if you're someone that is institutionally connected and you're having a hard time with certain relatives, you know, understanding certain issues, or you're someone that intellectually gets it, but spiritually you're not settled, or, or vice versa, right? It's, you could be anywhere on your faith journey to the point of not knowing anything about Islam at all. And wow, you know, this, this is really, you know, I, I came into this looking for an answer as to why Islam supposedly stands for this. And I've come to not only is Islam not, you know, this, this craziness that I've been fed, Islam is truth, it's purpose. And that Islam is exceptional in what it's given to the world and what it can give uh, to the world. And I'm a part of that, right. that journey, right? So the inspiring Amazing. contributions, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, when, when you're talking about this, what's your greatest hope for Yaqeen? So here we are five years in. Yeah. Where do you see Yaqeen in five years, inshallah? We're sitting for the 10-year anniversary, inshallah. Obviously, you're still going to be sitting here, inshallah. Inshallah. If Allah life, we'll still be sitting here, inshallah. Inshallah, inshallah. Within the next five years, hopefully within the next couple months, we'll have our Yaqeen sweat-wicking shirts and be in the gym and get this guy to do some boxing and some basketball, some muscle-ups or something like that. But but no, I mean, you know, within the next five years, I mean, I think it's going to be more of a household name to Muslims those that know about Islam and those that do not know about Islam. This is an introduction for them uh, about Islam. And as he mentioned, you know, you're, you're, you're tackling, Yaqeen is tackling different demographics from your Islamic school teacher to your psychiatrist, your psychologist, or just a guy like myself, you know, that's just in the gym talking to people. I've told many people that don't know about Islam, they enter into knowing about Islam through a particular contemporary issue which will ask them to inquire, okay, Islam's position is this. Well, what is Islam? And then that's where you start from the basics again. So, subhanAllah, I think it's more of, it's going to be more of a household name in the world, not only amongst the Muslim sector, but amongst non-Muslims when it comes to what is the Muslim worldview on this particular contemporary issue and then tying it into the classical text, therefore bringing integrity to the religion and integrity, inshallah, in the hearts of the Muslims. 
Inshallah. Yeah. Just like you got a faith journey, man. You got fitness journey. You got a fitness journey. Yeah, that's so part of the you're, you're like on. You're like the chef of fitness. Now, right? <laughs> so, so just for, just for your knowledge, I do go to the gym. Uh, I'm pretty pretty daily. I just don't go to your gym. Yeah, no, I, just, I don't want to be anywhere around you in the gym. You're gonna make me look bad. So, uh, <laughs> I love bless you, man. I mean, keep you, keep you inspired, all so, so, spiritually and physically. I mean, I mean, I mean. Now, subhanallah, one of the benefits of a team is that you can adjust. So, COVID hit. And, you know, we had all these plans. We got our, you know, we've, we've got a plan for outreach, working with Islamic schools and institutions around the country, working with Masajid, um, how we're going to, you know, form these conviction circles and conversations, right, in person, people getting together to discuss Islam. If you're a more serious group, you can do conviction circles. If you're just starting out conversations, if it's with your family, maybe just yipping conversations. Uh, we had this whole 2020 plan set at the beginning of the year, COVID hits. Now, we immediately recognized that things, the world has changed. Mm-hmm. And so that means Yaqeen should adjust as well to be able to reach people where they are. Mm-hmm. SubhanAllah, you know, that's just the tawfiq of Allah that, alhamdulillah, we were able to really um, become a place where people who were longing for their masajid, longing for a connection, longing for understanding, longing for, you know, uh, a, a way to to make, uh, to not just make use of their time, but to put the pieces together because we were all falling apart, right? Mm-hmm. Loneliness, death in the family, financial mm-hmm. layoffs. And again, you need the spiritual lifeline then more than any other time. Right. And so we were able to, alhamdulillah, you know, be literally with people daily, uh, producing the angel series and then having Quran 30 for 30, having our webinars where we're able to then show the genius of Islamic scholars and mental health professionals and academics working together on a regular basis. We were able to sort of pull it all together. And that again, that could not have been possible without the team, you know, having the team that's able to do that. And we, you know, we try to do everything with excellence, with excellence. Alhamdulillah. We, we have a 100% gold star uh, rating, by the way, on, 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 on GuideStar as far as a charity. We do our nonprofit with Ihsan. Alhamdulillah. Excellent. We do our teams with Ihsan. We, we try to make sure that our, our content is produced with Ihsan. So it's the details, right? Exactly. Now, Quran 30 for 30 uh, comes about, right? So with Quran 30 for 30, do you have a fond memory of Quran 30 for 30? Other than just the idea of kicking it with... Uh, you know, with me and someone else every night, you know. <laughs> but you remember, you remember Quran 30 for 30 when that came about? Oh, yeah, I remember. SubhanAllah, I remember we were on the phone and we were talking about, um, you, you mentioned the idea of having something, talking about the ayat, uh, you know, every day. And in my mind, I was like, that'd be a great idea because I think we, you've individually done it, you know, and I was in the process of doing it as well. And then SubhanAllah, we mentioned, you know, having different people from the team come on and you know, expound upon a verse that's impacted them. And that's how it just started. It was kind of organic. It was just a phone call and then we said, let's just go ahead and do it. And we discussed it with team members and bismillah, it was, it was done and mashallah, it's benefited people all around the world. Um, I mean, my family members, non-Muslim family members, they sit out and listen to it. Uh, I've seen the effects of it. <laughs> you know, when I meet people, you know, they know my face because they've seen, seen us on Quran 30 for 30. But I'll say about a good 60% of them say, I sit down with my family to watch it with the family, with the kids. It's a family event. You know, that and the Angel series. 
was a family event. Like they put it on their schedules to do that. So that really, really hit me. You know, you can never belittle the little things that you do. For me, it's an ayah that I've, you know, studied and things of that nature, but sharing it with the world, you know, it's something that's huge from the 50 year old to the five year old, because they're sitting together and they're benefiting at Sultan Maghrib in Ramadan, an experience that can never be taken away personally, you know, and collectively, so. Alhamdulillah. 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 You know, and, and SubhanAllah, man, like, we put a lot of the production quality into the Angel series. And the Quran 33 was like, let's just jump on every night on, on Zoom and, and go live. Yeah. And uh, we didn't take into consideration of five time last year. So there were times <laughs> that we're like trying to break our fast and get like 13 minutes to like pray Maghra, stuff your food Zim, down. For sure. You know, just yeah, yeah. Get, get, get it all on and, 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 you know, get right on camera. But Alhamdulillah, it shows you that sometimes, and I think this is a lesson in that one in general, mm -hmm. that sometimes what you think is going to be the most beneficial effort, Allah puts it in something else. And so it's sort of like going with the flow, but then adjusting as well your, your capacity. So we were a lot more professional, a lot more, I think, well-produced, uh, well-organized this year with Quran 30 for 30. And the Angel series was the start of a new, uh, it was sort of turning a page with our media content, right? But I think if, if you've noticed, alhamdulillah, we produced many uh, now media series, video series that are at that production quality, alhamdulillah, I mean, with different scholars, different speakers, alhamdulillah. Uh, right now we're in the midst of, of Dr. Ansi uh, Tamara Gray's uh, uh, Tahajjud series. We got Sheikh Muhammad al-Shinawi, Proofs of Prophethood. And we, got, we, we literally got like series after series after series until Ramadan now. So it's just going to be every month a new series, inshallah. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, coming up, alhamdulillah, we did, we did the Pillar series. Um, and you're, you know, we, we've experimented with new infographic animation uh, style videos where, uh, you know, there isn't anyone, Mashallah, that does it better than you, man. So, oh, alhamdulillah, the media content is going further. And if you stuck around this long already with the video and you're wondering where we're sitting, so don't tell anyone yet, all right? <laughs> but we're, we're, we're sitting in Yaqeen's new building, which we're going to be talking about very soon, Inshallah. We just, alhamdulillah, acquired a building. Uh, so. It's a 15,000 square foot building, alhamdulillah, where our offices are going to be, as well as our new studio set up, alhamdulillah. So we're growing our media capacity, inshallah ta'ala, to be able to produce more, to be able to produce better and more ihsan, inshallah ta'ala, and just continue to be there for people. And again, we're committed to being free. You know, we're committed to, and people will be like, you know, how are you going to, I remember there was a lot of skepticism when we started. How are you going to start a nonprofit? You have these, these lofty ambitions. For an organization with this many people, how are you going to start a nonprofit? How are you going to function that way? And we said, look, our strategy is that we want to reach as many people as possible. We're we're trying to help all the institutions that are out there in Chalatat by providing them content as well, and then the individuals. And we need to reach as many places as these Islamophobes have reached with their content. And we said we do have a sustainable model in Chalatat in place. We're going to go for a walk, you know, we, we fundraise for an endowment very intentionally, alhamdulillah, and people constantly put into that endowment. The endowment can fund the operations. And then the second layer of that is our sustainers, people that give on a recurring basis and open-ended, right? So what we do at Yafin, again, nonprofit, we see how much resources are coming in. We then allocate that to new resources, new positions new uh, new sub-departments, right? So that we can do more and more and more, inshallah ta'ala, all while being, you know, ihsanic, inshallah, and efficient as well. 
And, you know, from your perspective, I know you know about that skepticism that was there, especially in the beginning, like, how are you going to have something that is so um, large and, and, and so professional, but at the same time, dependent on those donations? You know, do you have anything to say about that? Like, what are people really investing in when they give to Yaqeen? And, and what's your what's sort of your message to someone in that regard? I mean, just really, when you believe in something, nothing can stop you. I mean, when you have that passion, you're going to keep going and trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He's going to assist you in that. There's always going to be people that will say, you know, they, they, may, they may sincerely say, OK, you know, this isn't going to work. And it's from their own scope and it may be limited. It is limited. All of our scopes are limited. But when you have people with these limited scopes and experiences and, you know, trial and error that they went through, you know, they've been jaded, things of that nature. They come together and they join together with that general vision. The sky's the limit. I mean, things, you know, subhanAllah, there's no stopping you and, and everyone that's involved. And that's what I see with Yaqeen. I mean, subhanAllah, when you mentioned COVID, it was literally all hands on deck. Everyone was on the phone call. It was strategizing. It was serious. It was about the work. It wasn't about an individual. It wasn't about a particular, uh, you know, person. It was about the work. How can we help these people that are struggling in their homes during COVID? And also, each and every one of us are in our respective communities. As you mentioned, the series, everyone is a leader or some type of influencer in their community, right? So they're reaching the people in their communities. So when the content involves them, the people in their communities feel some level of ownership. And they see that representation. So when particularly COVID came, you saw a lot of people that were affected and that their spirits were uplifted. They had people to talk to, they had people to refer to. You know, you're getting emails, every individual is getting particular emails uh, and calls maybe even, Zoom calls of people embracing Islam, people having, you know, the little faith crisis, but they have an outlet and someone to talk to. And I think that was, that was huge in regards to the impact of Yaqeen upon the people. But when we're talking about, you know, the progress of Yaqeen and how, you know, the team coming together is huge. It's just really sticking to that general vision and keep moving. And people, when they see that, they will latch on, inshallah ta'ala, because they see the effect within their personal personal interaction with the community members, the community leaders. And it being a nonprofit organization and the structure that we have, it's important for, for them to know, for all of you to know that it's a serious organization, mashallah ta'ala, it's a serious team, it's a serious family. I think we use the word organization sometimes. It gives a kind of blue collar feel and that it's something that is detached from the personal experience, from the reality of that 16 year old kid that may be thinking of suicide, from the 45 year old that's getting a divorce because you know her husband is not sure if he wants to be a Muslim anymore. Mm. You know, all of these personal experiences, we are a family, all of us are a family, and all we're trying to do is add on to the wall of the Bunyan Marsus, of this strong, you know, structure of faith, how we can add on to society by coming together from our experiences and our knowledge and expertise to help you and to help ourselves. So it being a nonprofit organization is just a means for us to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to help you further worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as well. Alhamdulillah. Man, what a beautiful way to put that. I really appreciate that. Because I mean, ultimately, the whole mission of the Prophet was driven by empathy. Uh, he wanted good for people in their dunya and in their akhirah, uh, with the akhirah being salvation and the dunya, you know, people obviously finding fulfillment and, and their, their needs being met. And subhanAllah, even I think the way that we, we teach Islam and, and when we talk about orthodoxy and defending orthodoxy, we have to remember 
that everyone is struggling in some way. You know, COVID has, has, has really shown us everyone's struggling in some wow. way, including everyone on the team, right? Exactly. Everyone's struggling in some way. And alhamdulillah, we, we become stronger as a collective when we pull from that, that, that fountain of Islam and arrive at a place of yaqeen, of certainty. And yaqeen as, as, as a concept, when you have certainty, then you constantly contribute towards your akhirah. And that has individual and collective benefits and community benefits. So jazakallah khair for the beautiful example. And I want to you know, sort of end off by just saying that alhamdulillah, we're a community organization. You know, again, this is a, an organization that has depended first and foremost always on Allah Azawajal and the generosity of the community. And being a sustainer of yaqeen means that whatever you're giving, you know, some people give $500 a month, some people give $50 a month, some people give less than that, some people give more. At the end of the day, you know, when you are investing in this organization, inshallah ta'ala, you're investing in more community resources. And we pray that bi'idhnillahi ta'ala as We've, we've tried to be there for the last five years, inshallah ta'ala, that will grow, hopefully will grow with sincerity, will grow with steadfastness, will grow with a connection uh, to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, collectively connect each other, inshallah ta'ala, in that regard as well. And you'll continue to be proud of this, but this is your work. Uh, what you see here, alhamdulillah, and this building is empty right now, inshallah ta'ala, we'll be talking about it to the public soon, inshallah, about what our, what our dreams are for this this new empty building, inshallah ta'ala. But I hope, inshallah ta'ala, we filled your hearts in some way. And I hope that you can continue. If you're already a sustainer, alhamdulillah, continue to be a sustainer. You know, most people, alhamdulillah, that are sustainers will also give extra Ramadan or the Hijjah and things of that sort because hopefully you've seen the benefit of this in your own lives, your own families, inshallah, your own friends. So I want to encourage you all, inshallah ta'ala, to do that. And Shaykh Abdullah, Jazakallah khair, man. Oh, yeah, I appreciate anytime, you. Anytime. May Allah reward you for, you for the person that you are, alhamdulillah, and what you give to everybody. And like in five years, man, I'm going to have, I'm going to be benching as much as you, be lifting as much as you, inshallah, so I'm going to be like sitting here, busting out of my suit. Shaykh Abdullah, you know, we're going <laughs> to, we'll have, we'll have a weightlifting competition in five years yeah, on, on camera, you know. Yeah, um, but alhamdulillah, it's been, it's been an absolute joy to be with you. And I think, I think that people are going to be, very pleased with what's coming out, inshallah ta'ala, November, December, January, and then what we have in store for them this next Ramadan, inshallah ta'ala. Uh, Quran 30 for 30 is going to be elevated even more. We're already planning for it, alhamdulillah. So, jazakumullah khairan to everyone. Jazakallah khair, Shaykh Abdullah. May Allah reward you all. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us to continue to, to serve in His way. May Allah forgive us for our shortcomings. May Allah guide us to what is pleasing to Him and allow us to be firm on the path of His beloved Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa until we meet him on the Day of Judgment. Allahumma ameen. Jazakum Allah khairan. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.